That's the only only purpose of that closet right there is that one cord. That's an important cord right there. So Kelly, if we ever need that cord, that's where it is. Yeah, that is exactly where it's at. She put a bar there. Now this is how you launch a podcast. He has five CMA nominations this year, including a shot at defending his title as the reigning CMA Entertainer of the Year. Eric Church is our very special guest for episode one of Country Heat Weekly. Great place for the bar. Guests are here. I'll just serve. I'll be in there. You open the door. I'll be the guy. I'll just be holding. Okay, Kelly, I am going to read you this quote from one of the artists on our Country Heat playlist, and I want you to see if you can tell me who said it. Bring it. Okay. From the beginning, all I've wanted to do is make music that makes me happy, and that's why I do it. It makes my soul happy, and if anyone else likes it, that's icing on this already amazing cake. Okay, I actually think I do know who said that. Yeah? Stay tuned, everybody. We'll tell you coming up on Country Heat Weekly. Welcome, everybody, to the premiere episode of Country Heat Weekly, an all-new podcast where we're going to run down everything that's hot in country music. So basically, we are your new destination for everything country music fans want. I'm Kelly Sutton. And I'm Amber Anderson. And I think that we figured out that you and I have a combined 30 years here in Nashville. That feels about right. Yeah. Can't believe that. It's been a long time. You've come up through the record label side and marketing side. I remember when you worked at the Grand Ole Opry. That's right. That was a while ago. And now you're in publishing and management. Yes. And you have been doing everything. (laughs) (laughs) Television, radio, emceeing events. I feel like every time... I turn around. There you are. Well, now we're sitting beside each other. We are. And this is so much fun. We have spent a lot of time in Nashville. We both love country music. And I don't know how many of those 30 years we've been friends, but it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. So a lot of the things on this podcast are conversations we'd be having anyway. We love country music, so we love talking about it. Right. So we might as well have those chats with country music fans all around the world. And we want you to be a part of the conversation as well. We've even set up a phone number for you to call in to be a part of the show. So keep listening on how you can do that. Can we just talk about this house that they've turned into a studio right here on Music Row, right here in the center of it all? It's pretty crazy. You could practically walk to your day job. Smack Songs is like right down there. I could. It's less than a block, but only if I'm in flats. No heels. Of course. Now, the house that we're in is actually the former home of Love Monkey Studios. This is the hit songwriter Bob DePiro's publishing company. And the studio that we're sitting in is the same studio where he's demoed a ton of songs like Neil McCoy's Wink and Church on Cumberland Road for Shenandoah. We are going to have to dig into the history of this house a little bit more on a future episode. But right now, let's give our listeners a little sneak peek on what we've got for them today. Absolutely. We have planned a few signature segments for the show each and every week, including our heat index, where we explore what's hot on the country heat playlist on Amazon Music. And I think that we're probably going to have to throw in a few of our own personal favorites. Yes, because you know we have our favorites. Absolutely. Plus, we'll have some insider scoop that we pick up along the way. Well, I'm looking forward to our rediscover segment each week where we look back on some vintage country music that you may not have heard in a while. Of course, vintage means something different to different people. So you could be talking about 90s country like Garth and Martina and Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, for others, it could be 70s country, Dolly, Willie, some Johnny Cash, or who knows, we could dig into some very early Carrie Underwood. (laughs) Wait, is she vintage now? (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe I guess to some people. Uh, you know, this week is Veterans Day, and we are going to highlight one of our many country music veterans and rediscover the story of how without the U.S. Army, we may never have heard George Strait sing. And it's CMA Awards Week here in Nashville. So when we talk about what's cooking on Music Row, it's all about the CMA Awards. You've been talking to the artists backstage as they go through rehearsals, right? I have. It's the CMA Radio Remotes, and they're virtual this year. So we are going to take everyone along with us. It's so fun. Basically, there are interview booths set up backstage, and each one of the artists will stop through and talk to radio stations and media outlets around the world. So this year, that includes us. That's great. Pretty cool. We're in some good company. Yes, we are. Here we go. More music, more artists, more heat right here on Country Heat Weekly. First things first, each week we're going to get you updated on the latest headlines, behind the scenes info, and sweet tea being spilled here in Music City. I mean, this is the South, so the tea is sweet. And when we talk about what's cooking in Nashville, right now it's 100% 24-7 CMA Awards. They happen Wednesday night at Bridgestone Arena here in Nashville, and it's going to be a full house. The fans are back. It's going to be so exciting. At this point, Luke Bryan better be practicing his jokes, right? Yeah. Do you think he's nervous? I think he probably is. I know he's done it before, but he's always had somebody with him in the past. Remember when there was Luke? It was Blake and Luke together. Loved them together. He also did it with Dirk Bentley. That's right. And then, you know, on American Idol, he has Katy Perry and Lionel there to kind of bounce things off. So this will be the first time that he's a one-man band. We'll see how he does. First time in 18 years, actually, that Country Music's Biggest Night has only had one host. But enough about Luke. I just need to know if his mom, LeClaire Bryan, is going to be a part of this. Oh, LeClaire Bryan. What a gem. If you are not following LeClaire Bryan on Instagram, we implore you, please do so. She is such a character, so funny. And I mean, she would really make a bright spot, I think. They probably wouldn't know what she would do. <laughs> She's a wild card, so I don't know if they would let her have the airtime. But so entertaining, so entertaining. But this year, the performance lineup is so strong. Mm-hmm. It's so strong. And I feel like every time I turn around, there's something new being announced. Okay, which performance are you most excited about? Off the top, Mickey Guyton, mm. Brittany Spencer, and Madeline Edwards. That's going to be so iconic, so important representation is so important. Yes. Especially in this genre. And I couldn't be more thrilled for these ladies to have their time in the spotlight. I love all of them and I cannot wait to see them up there. I mean, I'm bursting with it. I'm just, I'm so excited to see them. You just said representation is so important. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine what it's going to be like for a little girl who's sitting at home? I know. To look on the screen and say- It's going to make me emotional. I know. And to say, those ladies look like me. Exactly. And I can do this. Yeah. That's what we need. Off the top, that's my number one. I'm also really looking forward to Chris Young and Kane Brown, famous friends. I just adore both of those guys. I know they're both super stoked to have three nominations for that song. So it's just going to be great to see them get up there and have fun performing that one live. You know, I was at the number one party for that and Chris got really emotional that this song has done so very well because it was written about his real life friends. Right, right. So to see that performed on the CMA Awards is going to be something special. I have to tell you, I'm really excited about Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride. Their song, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, that's an amazing song. To hear them together on stage is going to be really powerful. But then Jason and Carrie are doing their collaboration, Jason Aldean, Carrie Underwood, with their song, If I Didn't Love You, which I still sing at the top of my lungs every time it comes on in the radio. I do it too. It's okay. So it's going to be so much fun to be watching. CMA night, do you know where you're going to be? 
I will probably just be at home on the couch in my comfy clothes. Sometimes I refer to be (laughs) at home with like friends. You can have commentary about it. And, you know, these are people that we get to work around all the time. So you really get to, you know, get really excited when people win and cheer people on. It's it's such a big night. So where are you going to be is the question. So I don't know. It's anybody's guess. Where will Kelly be (laughs) on CMA night? (laughs) We'll find out on November the 10th. You can be watching too, everybody. The best seat in the house is yours at home. Tune in on ABC, the 55th annual CMA Awards, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, 7 central on ABC. And we can't talk about the CMAs without mentioning the reigning entertainer of the year who is about to be here in our hot seat, Mr. Eric Church. I am so excited to talk to him. Heart and Soul, triple album, writing it in less than a month's time. There's so many questions. So we're going to get down to it and find out all the answers behind it when we get to talk to him. It's time for the Heat Index. This is where we talk about what's hot on the Country Heat playlist. Country Heat is Amazon Music's marquee playlist in country. It has the biggest songs and future hits for the most relevant artists in country music. It's also where our podcast gets its name. Country Heat playlist and stations have more than 13 billion, with a B, streams. That's amazing. And right now on the playlist, we have an Amazon original from Ryan Hurd. This is an exclusive performance Ryan did for us. It's a song off his new album, Pelago. It's called What Are You Drinking? Wondering, are you sipping on red wine? You thinking about old time? I love it when we have an exclusive take on a song. I feel like it gives listeners a chance to experience music just in a whole new way. Just don't go making a drinking game out of all the alcohol mentions in that one. It will not go well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you don't want to do that. You might end up on the floor. Keeping with the drinking theme, we do have to give a shout out to a song on the Country Heat playlist from our girl, Mickey Guyton. Yes, please. Mickey has this amazing album. It finally came out, her debut album. It's called Remember Her Name. And there are so many songs on there that are starting conversations that we really haven't had in country music. Right. Very, very important conversations. It's so great to me to see her shine. She really is the whole package. I mean, truly incredible vocals, fantastic stage presence, powerful songwriter, and she's gorgeous to boot. She is. And this album is just incredible top to bottom, which I'm not shocked about. But I do love what they're featuring on the playlist right now. I thought you might. There's been a lot of press on Mickey's deep thought-provoking songs. But on track number 13, she's getting to show her fun side. Rose. Mickey and I share a love of rosé. Mickey, if you come by the studio, we promise we will have plenty of rosé to go around. Plenty, I can assure you that. So another song I know that our listeners are loving is Miranda Lambert's If I Was a Cowboy. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free. I mean, I'm loving it too. It really does invoke that Wild West spirit of, I'm going to take on the world. And if I was a cowboy, I could. I could do all the things the cowboys used to do. Female Empowerment by Miranda Lambert. She's pretty great at that, for sure. She does it so well. If you're feeling down someday and you feel like you want to conquer the world, you need that extra boost, it's a safe bet. Miranda Lambert has a song just for you. Also noted, she was just inducted into the Cowgirl Hall of Fame in Texas. She actually wrote this song with Jesse Frazier. 
who is a big songwriter here in town. And if you don't know his name, I can almost guarantee you know his music. He has written songs like Dirt on My Boots for John Party. Yeah, Unforgettable and Marry Me for Thomas Rhett. Right? No Such Thing as a Broken Heart by Old Dominion, which is one of my favorites. I really could go on and on with all of his songs. But this was the first time that Jesse and Miranda had ever written together. And it couldn't have turned out better, in my opinion. He and I just got together one day, one afternoon for a write. And this is what came out of it. You know, it's funny. He's a Detroit boy and I'm an East Texan. But somehow we wrote a song about the Wild West together. So it's pretty cool. That was Female Vocalist of the Year nominee Miranda Lambert on our first episode of our podcast, by the way. Check. (laughs) Pretty cool. Okay, what else are you loving on the Country Heat playlist? I think it's really interesting that Nelly, who's been very busy crossing over from hip hop to country, now has a song out with Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Line. Not both members of Florida Georgia Line, just Georgia. Just the Georgia part. Florida part, Brian Kelly, nowhere to be found. We don't know what's happening there. But it is really fun that we have Nelly on the playlist. And I also wanted to point out Kane Brown has a song with her called Blessed and Free, which is really great. Also the name of his tour right now. So I feel that country music's borders are wide open, friends. Wide open, and that song is incredible. Yeah, I'm already blessed. Yeah, I'm already blessed and free. Come on in. We have room for everyone at the country music table, including Eric Church, who we actually need to make room for at our table right now. Yeah, we definitely need to move our computers. But before we move on and reveal the answer to our opening question, I want to make sure everyone knows another great way to listen to all of these songs by joining me on DJ Mode on Amazon Music. That's right. DJ Mode is a little bit more like a radio station experience. And Kelly Sutton is the DJ. I'm pretty pumped about it. Just ask Alexa, play Country Heat in DJ Mode, and I'll be there talking you through the playlist. The station Country Heat in DJ Mode on Amazon Music. Okay, so it's time to tell you who said that. And if you don't remember the quote, this is a podcast, just rewind. At the top of the show, I read you a quote from an artist who said they make the music that makes them happy. So who was it? From the beginning, all I've wanted to do is just make music that makes me happy. And that's why I do it. It makes my soul happy. Um, That's where the songs come from. It comes from nowhere else. And if anyone else likes it, that's icing on this already amazing cake. Casey Musgraves. (laughs) I do remember this. It was backstage at the 2018 CMA Awards. She had just won Album of the Year for Golden Hour. That's right. And her track Justified is on the Country Heat playlist because we think that Casey very much belongs in the country genre. Absolutely. Hey, Grammys, we're looking at you. In fact, we might start a write-in campaign so that Casey could be nominated for Country Album of the Year this year. And in fact, Casey, consider this an open invitation. You're welcome on our podcast anytime you want. When we come back, the reigning CMA Entertainer of the Year will be here. Eric Church is in the hot seat. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. We're excited because we've got Eric Church in the hot seat. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing real good. First guest. First guest. No pressure. Brown, no pressure. Maybe last guest. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Do not say that. Hardly. The reigning CMA entertainer of the year. You get to wear that crown for a little bit longer. May, hopefully a whole nother year longer. Yeah. What did that feel like for you? I mean, I know it's one of those accolades that everybody says it's nice to have, but that's kind of the crown jewel. Right. It meant more to me than I thought it would. I, awards have never meant a ton to me because they're to me, they're trophies. And it's about the you know playing shows and the relationship you have with the fans. But I don't know. That one meant more than I thought it would because I have such a respect for the history of country music and the artists that have won that award that to, to then hold that award, I felt a lot of responsibility and weight in that moment. A lot of the, my main, the main guys have, have held that award at least once. It was an emotional thing. Plus, it was during COVID. It was, it was you know, it was during the, the heat of that. And to be able to get together and just have a show at all. I made the joke that of all years not to win it, you know, it's probably this one. But um, I was glad to have it anyway. Let's talk about how you're back out on the road. What was it like the first time you got back on stage? Pretty emotional. It was Lexington, we're up arena, Lexington, Kentucky. And we started with a song that I had kind of became a, a rally song during the pandemic called Ray Bands. The gist of the song is, I wish you could see the way, talking to the crowd, I wish you could see the way I see you through my Ray Bands. Wish you could stay the way I see you through my In that moment, and freezing that moment in time, because when COVID happened, there was a moment in time I didn't know when we would get back there. So we started with that song, and it was an emotional not just for me, but for the crowd. It was a special moment and one that was a long time coming. And I know that one of the things that you are really big on is uniting yeah. your music. Yeah. How have you seen that play out on the road in these crowds that people can get out there and wrap their arms around each other? Again? I think a lot of a lot of this, the different tours have different feelings and, and different agendas in a lot of ways. This one's been a lot about healing. I see that. I can feel that. You can sense it in the crowd. We're one of the first acts out in an arena setting, uh, especially in country. And to go and, and kind of watch these people learn how. <laughs> learn how to interact again, you know, in, in that world, because they've not, you know, I, I had some people go, this is so, so weird. We're in an arena again, you know, yeah. we're singing. Is this allowed? Can we do this? <laughs> right, right. There's right. some places it's not. It was interesting just to see them engage in that. And then there's a point in time in the show where it starts to change and they forget about that and they just get involved in the moment and it feels like 2019 again. You've got two COVID-sniffing dogs, Timmy and Alex, Timmy VIPs. And Alex. How, how did you even find these dogs? My manager had read an, an article about them. And, and so at the time, what we were doing is, especially backstage, and all of my guys are, are, and girls are vaccinated, but as we went into these places, we had a lot of people showing up that weren't a part of our internal. And we were having to test them and, you know, protocol. My manager had read about these dogs and incredible success rates that they had had. So we brought them out. It's been amazing and it's quick and it's just nothing. Like you think about having to do a nasal test or, you know, a rapid or a dog sniffing your hand. They're as accurate. I mean, they've proven themselves as accurate or more accurate than the rapids can be. It's an amazing opportunity, not just for, for us, but for all of concerts, all of schools, airports, 
And I'm glad to see it starting to get legs and, and people are starting to use them a lot more. And I'm glad that we can at least play a part in that. And it's fun just to have dogs out there anyway. Of course. You, I was hoping you would bring them today. I really, I was waiting <laughs> for them to come in. It'd be cool if they travel with me. <laughs> it really would be good. <laughs> it's so cool. cool. This particular time that you're out on the road, you're in the round. How have you taken to that? Obviously, you, you're not scarred from it because you're enjoying it so much. Right. There's been, it's, it's been interesting. It's the first time I've ever been truly in the round. We've kind of done an end stage in the round before, which is a stage is pushed all the way back, but this is truly in the, in the middle of the arena. And I thought that was fitting for what the gather again tour was meant to be. I mean, it was about all gathering and grouping up and, and being the opposite of what we've been for the last 18 months or, or 24 months. And so that was important to me. And it's come with a ton of challenges. I never had a chance to really see the stage we were building because it was built offsite. It was built in Pennsylvania. About two weeks before the first show, we went to rehearse in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, which is where they were building it. And I walked in, and as soon as I walked in, I knew this was not going to work. Oh, no. I knew it. <laughs> Uh-oh. So what do you do in that moment? So first of all, I, I voiced my opinion, and I said, this is just not going to work. I said, this whole stage is terrible. I said, it looks like a Mardi Gras barge. It's awful. <laughs> So, so I said, okay, what can we do? Like, what do we, and they were like, man, we, you know, we've been building this for months. And, you know, so I said, now you tell us, Eric, like, now like, you how, tell us. I was us. like, how fast can we punt or back up and punt here? And we ended up playing with that stage for like the first three weekends because we had to, we were building the other one, but it was a nightmare. So there's been, there's been things like that on this tour that I've not encountered before, new problems that I've never encountered novel problems. <laughs> and, and it, but, but just to get back together, it's been worth all of those. And there's been a fair amount of them, but it's been worth all of those to just to get back. So in this tour, no opening act, you play a set, you take an intermission, you come back out. I know that you've done this before. So what about this format of performing makes you want to continue to do it that way? I just enjoy being able to to really engage and play more obscure songs. And, and we, we've kind of made our career on not just playing songs that are the thing that's on the radio at the time. We, we, we've played album cuts and deep cuts. And, and what we found is, is it's turned a lot of those songs into copyrights for us. These Boots was never a radio song. Carolina was never a radio song. You know, these things that everybody, you know, has to hear that are the staples of our show were never played on, on country radio. But they've become those kind of songs for us. It's because we played them. So with the three-hour set or two sets, I'm able just to play a lot more stuff that is on the deeper cuts on the album. I heard, too, that, you know, no two shows are going to be the same for you. But do you ever just call an audible? Yeah, you're reading them and what they want. And I mean, we, matter of fact, the last three shows, we've not taken intermission. We just kept going, you know, because it just felt right. And I was like, we don't need to, we don't need to, let's just go. You know, we just kept playing. And so we may start doing that. I don't know. It's just one of the reason we do the intermission is really to give everybody a chance to, you know, go to the bathroom, get a beer, whatever. It just yeah. gives you a break. But we haven't been doing it the last three. I just didn't feel like coming off. So we just stayed out there. And no one's probably moving. No, they're fine. <laughs> they had a good time. We all had a good time with it. So yeah. let me just say, your fans are like none yeah, other. Amazing. And that's built our career that way. I mean, it's part of building it slow too. I mean, we built it one record at a time before it was really the chief album before things blew up for us. So we were, you know, we played everything on Centers, everything on Carolina, and we played, ended up playing everything on Chief. And then what we try to do now is make sure we're still committing to like the Heart and Soul Project. We have so many songs now that we can pull from and play and that they want to hear. We're still trying to make sure we're paying attention to the newer stuff too and giving it the time because it, one day it'll be the stuff that, you know, it's where the other stuff is. You brought up Heart and Soul, so let's dive into this. The three albums, do you have a favorite? 
I do. Mine's different than like my wife's, and we're, it's funny. Like the whole family has a different thing. My, I like heart. Heart's my favorite. I don't know. I'm, I'm a kid. I grew up in the you know 80s and 90s, and it's got a more southern heartland thing that I like. My wife's is soul. She's more R and B and likes the dance stuff and all that stuff on it, and me singing falsetto, which is weird, but that's <laughs> her thing. And then it's funny. My kids, they like and. It's a little different. You know, it's a little more subtle and stuff. So they, and I think they like it's purple. You know, they say they, they're kids. They like the color thing. So it, it, I think these things were made that hopefully you can find a different flavor. I enjoy having people that have different opinions. I love that. That's what this should be because I have mine, you know. Hart is also nominated for CMA album of the year. Proves that I was right. No, I'm I just kidding. Like, <laughs> Told you, Hart was my favorite. Everyone agrees. Heart on Fire, I saw the video. It's incredible. So you kind of deep fake weird. It's deep fake weird. <laughs> yeah. It took me a second. I'm not kidding. Trying to be in your own body <laughs> looking at it. I said it was the weirdest thing watching your mouth do stuff it never did, you know, and it's like So for everyone listening <laughs> and watching right now, this video goes back for 15 years yeah, of 15 some of years. your first videos, but you are singing your current song. Yeah. I soak in my soul in gas and set that magic happened. Like, how did this, how does this work? Well, it was interesting. So we shot the end, you know, when I'm sitting in front of the TV and then we did the last part and then we came back and we had to do this little, they had these little digital, they put these dots, they took an ink pen and they put these dots all over my face for real. And then they did this, these cameras that focused, I guess, on those dots. And I would have to turn this many degrees or this many and they would go stop right there. Now I would I would lip sync the song and then I would turn again to it was kind of tedious and we kept doing it and kept doing it and they would go, Okay, that's it. That's got it. And it's it cool. was it was wild, you know. It is very cool. And it was what's funny is like the redneck in me. Like I get there and you know, I I don't have the same facial hair through all of that. So my thing was, I said, Well, wait. I said, You're getting my mouth. Yeah. And it's like really smart people that don't think of the most common sense thing. And I said, But was it gonna matter that I don't have the same? And it was so funny, the guy goes, Oh. I don't know. <laughs> it's like they thought of all the dots. They thought of all the 3D cameras. Right. They didn't think about the facial hair. And I said, maybe, maybe we should think about that. Did you they know? make so you shave? They didn't. They 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 were able to manipulate. You can tell it a little bit. There's a couple of them where you can kind of look at what's going on here. Well, now I'm going to go back and look. You should. There's a couple that you can see it. But I just thought it was funny that you got this, you know, all these MIT grads and they're sitting there. Man, think about facial hair. <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you enjoy the video making process? Not at all. Yeah. All right. First up, fly or bus? Which way do you like to get to your shows? Um, fly to the bus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bus goes out ahead. It depends on how far it is. Okay. Sometimes I like to like the bus. I have a harder time sleeping on the bus now. I used to do really good when we were grinding 200 days a year. I got to maybe just because we were hammered all the time but you just pass out but at this point in time I, I do a little better flying to the bus and then you know our shows we don't do what we used to do we're playing two nights a week now we used to play six we play six nights a week for years for years and yeah i do miss some of those days we were all on one bus we had 14 people on a 12 person bus my wife That's slept closeness. with me so I, my wife we were in a bunk and Good then call. we had a guy that slept on a couch I can't imagine that your wife really enjoyed that did she no way okay no chance that's what i was thinking Okay, weirdest place you've ever heard your music? Weirdest place. This past uh, year, I went to the Virginia Tech-North Carolina game. It was at Virginia Tech, and I told them I was coming. I wanted to see my—I thought my Tar Heels were going to win. 
They didn't. And I show up there and as Carolina comes out, they come out first and everything's good with them. Virginia Tech comes out and they use the Outsiders as their come out song. It was one of the greatest things. I even said later, I said, oh, that was well done. And they used all the video of Virginia Tech tackling Carolina players in the past as outsiders just play and everybody comes out. And I went, oh, I've been, I've been had. So it was well done. And the camera was like right here oh, on you, right? It was great. It was great. The whole thing was, I said, okay. As the sports lover on this show, I love a hype video. I probably would have been running around the stadium. <laughs> We are so honored that you came in and talked to us today. Thank you so much. Heart and Soul is incredible. I'm so glad you did it the way you did it, even if it was a crazy process. Man, we got fantastic music from it. Thank you guys for having me. It's fun. So that happened. A huge thank you to Eric for being our first special guest. Lots more to come on the pod. And right now, it's time to rediscover the king. We love digging through the Amazon Music archives and celebrating some music we might not have heard in a while. Yes, we are. We are going to rediscover some old favorites and find some new gems. In celebration of Veterans Day this week, we are going to pay tribute to one of the many veterans in country music. Okay, Kelly, I have to ask you, can you imagine country music without George Strait? No, nor would I want to. (laughs) So without the U.S. Army, George Strait may have never made it into music. Well, I joined the Army. I spent three years in the service. I had basic training at Fort Polk, Louisiana, then went up for AIT in Fort Ben Harrison, Indiana. And then my final duty station was uh, at Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. I spent two and a half years in Hawaii. The last year I was in the in the Army is when I started singing country music and post command in general started bands out of uh, military personnel, and I got the job as the singer in the country band. That's what I did. I sang country music for the Army. That's actually George talking about his time in the military. Look at us having George on our first episode. <laughs> Shout out to the amazing Donna Hughes at UMG Nashville for making that happen for us. So, Kelly, what are some of your favorite George Strait songs? How much time do we have left in the podcast? Let me see. Amarillo by Morning, Check Yes or No, Blue Clear Sky, which was written by Bob DePiro, possibly even written in this very room. Here she comes a walking, talking true love, saying I've been looking for you, love. Yeah, there are bricks actually out on the back porch with Bob's big hit song titles on them. And I saw that one today when I walked in. Uh, But back to George. I love Give It Away. That's probably my favorite. Yes. In Troubadour. I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song I'll be an old Those are my two big ones. Well, for this episode, we are going to rediscover some early George Strait. So here's a little history lesson. When George Strait hit country radio in 1981, this was the urban cowboy era of country music. Very slick, very produced. Yeah, George brought back that more traditional sound. Lots of fiddle, lots of steel guitar. And fun fact, George's debut single, Unwound, is what made Garth want to do country music. And the song Unwound would come up over that radio. And from that point forward, I knew what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. I wanted to be George Strait so damn bad. George was signed to a deal for just that one song. And then it blew up. So thankfully, we got a full album and country music has never been the same. That first album, Straight Country, had If You're Thinking You Want a Stranger. I actually forgotten about this one. If you're thinking you want a stranger, 
And then the very next year, he put out the album Straight From The Heart. That's when he had his very first number one, Full Hearted Memory. He's got a which, appropriately enough, was on the soundtrack to the movie The Soldier. Paying tribute to his army roots. On that second album, we also got Amarillo by Morning, one of my favorites, and Marina Del Rey. So good. King George still continues to inspire so many artists today. I know John Party, for one. And he's just been a guy that's I've always looked up to. I love his music, and he, he kind of taught me a lot about song selection. I think he's taught everybody in country music about song selection. John and I fanned out over our shared love of George many times, including one of his live shows. Also, lots of artists name drop George in their songs. Tim McGraw, Gretchen Wilson, Rodney Atkins, Brooks and Dunn, Eric Eric Church. Church. One thing I've learned in doing this is not enough credit is given to longevity in this business. There's a number of people that get hot for a second and they're gone or they don't know how to turn it into something. And when you see people that do it 15, 20, in George's case, 40 or so years, it's just an amazing thing to watch. And I've always been true to who he is. And so I just have a ton of respect for him. King George still continues to inspire artists today. Scotty McCreary even has a song called Damn Straight on his new album. Damn straight, you're killing me, man. You know I've always been your biggest fan. Probably one of my favorite songs I've ever recorded. Well, that was fun. I feel like I learned so much that I didn't know. Is it possible I'm even more of a George Strait fan now? I've definitely got some songs I need to go back and listen to. And I'm already pumped about who we're going to rediscover next. Me too. We are going to be shining the spotlight on one of the ladies of country music. I am in for that. In the meantime, you can rediscover George's early catalog by listening to the best of George Strait on Amazon Music. We have so many fun things planned for future episodes of Country Heat Weekly, and you guys are going to be a very important part of the show. That's right. We are looking for the biggest country music fans. If you are dedicated to a particular singer, like I'm talking about you plan your family vacations around their tour schedule, you have an extensive t-shirt collection, maybe even a room in your house that is themed to a favorite artist, well, you need to call us. That's right. Our new hotline number is 844-244-2510. And we're going to make it super easy and post that number for you on our socials. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Kelly Sutton. And I'm always hanging out on Instagram. You can find me at Hey, it's Amber A. And make sure when you post about the show, you use the hashtag Country Heat Weekly. Do we know who's lined up for next week's show? I mean, they haven't told me yet. Me either. But we will have our CMA Awards winners to talk about next week. And be sure to tell all of your friends to come and join the party. Next week, we are going to rediscover an album that's 25 years old that was really groundbreaking at the time. It was five singles off of a freshman album. Three of those were number ones and then a number two and a top 20, which was unheard of at the time that an artist would climb the chart like that song after song. So be sure to follow us on Amazon Music and check out the Country Heat playlist while you're there. You can also watch video from this episode, including an extended version of our conversation with Eric Church in the Amazon Music app. 
All right, so we are going to wrap up the pod each week with a burning question, a poll we took among our friends. I think this week's question is perfect for CMA week. If you could invent an award to give out at the CMAs, what achievement would you honor? Take a listen to the hot takes from Dirk Bentley, Maddie and Tay, and Jason Aldean. I was like, yeah, if there's a category for mountain biking, that'd be great because I know I'd win that one. But uh, it's it's hard going against these guys in a vocal a vocal <laughs> competition. They're all so good. I would do best, best harmony singer and Tay would win. <laughs> oh my God, I just got chills. That's so nice. What? I think Thank that's you. such a talent. Best harmony singer. Who's better than you? Best, best friends and we would win. Yes. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I don't think there's anything sort of built around social media right now. That's such a huge part of, like, what we do. So, like, you know, maybe, like, social media artist of the year or something, like, fan voted artist of the year uh, would be a cool one. That's one I like for sure because, you know, the fans would have a voice in that, and I think that would be cool. But my favorite answer probably came from Eric Church. Most times coming in second place. Just saying. (laughs) Country Heat Weekly is a collaborative production between Amazon Music and Nevermind Media. Executive producer, Melissa Locker. Senior producer, Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge. Sound design and production support from Leah Jackson from Puka Puka Creative. Production assistance from Annie Reuter, Madeline McCormick, and Tim Einickel. For Amazon Music, Nathan Brackett, Emily Cohen, Chris Graham, Cam Farrelly, Michelle Kammerer, Eliza Mills, Morgan Jones, and Raymond Roker. Development consultant, Michelle Dix. Our theme song, Country Time, is written and performed by Mia Byrne. Original music compositions from Madeline McCormick. Additional production support from Marley, Steve, Pukulani, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, and all the other very good dogs out there. Special thanks to all of the veterans listening to the pod. We are so very grateful for your service. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Country Heat Weekly. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.